This is uh, February 4, 2024. And um, I, it have uh, been some changing uh, spiritual way. And um, I, I did a recording yesterday, but I never <clears throat> put it up on internet. And that was good that I was waiting. I was very sleepy and then I go to sleep and then I got a dream. And that is what I want to talk about today. Uh, but but it started that I got a mail in my mailbox uh, when I come home after I have been to my store unit, my new store unit, and look at it. And then I come back and it is cold weather today and it was cold weather when I drive away there and uh, and it, it is not only cold temperature but it's very hard wind also like sometimes storm winds so I'm not outside. I don't need to be outside. Thank God for that. And uh, as soon as it be a better weather, I start to take uh, my belongings to the store unit. Uh, what I don't need to have in my home. I can't uh, do... I can't put it in my uh, store unit I have for for this apartment because it's full uh, and uh, there is many things that I should take away in the summer. It is uh, about bottles, empty bottles to uh, take it to. Uh, not to the dumpster, but uh, to get some money for it. We get some money for, not like in the United States, we got more money to save those plastic bottles. So I have done that. And uh, that gone, half of the store unit is full of that. And that I, I drive... Uh, to the store and uh, put it in in the machine but it's too cold to uh, do those things uh, yes now so it's full and um, and I was to the new store unit and uh, when I come home there was a was a letter an envelope from the doctor and uh, I be first angry and then sad and then uh, I it come in into my mind and uh, because 
I remember everything. I, he maybe think uh, I start to forget, uh, but because I remember that the doctor say I was very happy when he say uh, I want to start from, I want to do it from the start with your uh, health problem. He, he said that to me. And um, so I thought that, but that was a lie. It's many people that lie. Uh, and in the, le in the letter it says to me that uh, they, uh, he don't, didn't want to do any psychologic test on me because I have already a diagnosis. You have already a diagnosis and it is um, delirium. Uh, delirium that is like living in a fantasy like that. And it can also be delirium is like you think that your neighbors want to to be bad to you, to kill you, or something like that, and uh, be worried about things around you, and um, and of course uh, today is it like that uh, in the world, so that is is not not rare that people think like that but it doesn't mean that they need to be mental sick because of that because we have that on television and newspaper and people talking about it so it's not that we need to pick up by ourselves that exists in this world and it's real so um so he said that uh, my diagnosis mental diagnosis was delirium and uh, and it based for on uh, for 20 years ago just when i come back from have been to united states and been homeless have a knife on my throat, uh, have uh, um, a pistol uh, on my head and kidnapped and been raped and uh, stolen money from and all kind of things, uh, very bad things that I was not used with from Sweden. And... Uh, I had been in a threat in Sweden also, but not in not in that kind of visible things like a gun is, a knife is. Uh, but I have had this mantle uh, being abused mentally, most. And... Uh, 
so uh, when I come back to to Sweden from the United States, 2004 in May, I, I just before I left United States, I live with Muslim people in their home and took care of two kids. And they were very uh, mean to me, evil. It was very hard to be in that house. Uh, and uh, I, I was longing to uh, take the flight back to Sweden. And uh, I saved the money, saved the money, saved the money. I didn't get so much money. And then I found out that they let the kids going in into my room when when I on this, on Saturday I I ran away from the house and uh, live with my boyfriend uh, staying at the hotel and then come back on Sunday evening again and they had the kids have been into my room and uh, and I found out that they have taken my money that I save up so it took a little long time for me to save up the money for to buy a flight ticket to Sweden and um, and then I Saturday evening um it's uh um, i think i i I left friday evening and um you know it's a long time ago it's over 20 years ago so i don't know exactly and and um it was very much rain and I have to go with a bus to my, where my boyfriend have rent a hotel room, and uh, uh, that bus, it, it I had to change the bus uh, once, and uh, it was in the city. It was in Virginia Beach. And um, in Virginia, USA, uh, and uh, there was two young boys, and um, they asked me if I have a change on, on uh, uh, money uh, for ten dollar like that. He, they asked me if I have a change. And I open up my uh, my wallet and um, my bag, and uh, and I had all the money that I should buy a flight ticket. I have just saved up the money. I have talked about uh, these things in another episode, but I want to tell you the background to it, to what uh, 
was going on with a with a letter from the doctor and um, and I have saved up all the money and I I was disturbed because I have working so hard in the Muslim home and then it was very hard rain on me so I was very wet uh, and was not in good mood for because of all what's going on and then uh, I was the only one and then two boys uh, around 15 years old uh, and uh, and I, I took the bus and then I realized when I took the second bus I found out that this is not the right number on the bus I have seen wrong in all this confusion stress I had so I had to go out from the bus and then go back to that uh, center where all the buses were were coming to and those two boys were still sitting there and they and it was when I come this back they asked me if I had the money and uh, uh, to split uh, what they had and and then suddenly they took my bag and start to run away and of course uh, I should know I should have been careful but I was disturbed of everything what happened so they took my bag with all my uh, I didn't have the passport there but I have all my money in the bag and they run away and I I'd be so angry and I knew my money so, so hard I have worked for that money and they only took it and ran away and I ran after them and then suddenly they couldn't run away from me because I was so angry so I ran very fast and then suddenly they turned around and wait for me to come close to them and it was a voice in the air that told me that I should not go closer and uh, I said uh, I, I was screaming to them take only the money and and let me get all these other things I I say to them when I walk back to the bus stop but they took everything and then after a while uh, the police car come and uh, and uh, they took me with them uh, with me to the bus stop and and I say that they have stolen 
but I never got it back. And I'd be very angry when I come back to the Muslim house and they were screaming and doing things. The kids was the ruler of the house. It was crazy all the time there. And I go in to my uh, my room and uh, it was something, I don't remember that, but it was something that the mother in the house, she was angry at me. And she opened the door and said to me that uh, I have done something wrong. She, uh, what she was thinking. And she said, you're out from this house tomorrow, she said. And then I sit in my room and I was thinking, now have I, have I no money? I, I can't come back to Sweden. And now I don't have a, a bed. I don't have uh, earning money, even if it was not much money I got from them. I didn't have anything. Suddenly everything was taken away from me. And so uh, uh, on Sunday, was I, as I always was, I was to the church. And there was um, preaching about Jacob, how, not Jacob, Job. It was about Job, how everything was taken away from him. And, uh, and then he got everything back and more than what was going away from him. But the, the difference between him and me is that he had people around him that talked to him to try to cheer him up. But I didn't have anything. I didn't even have my home. And, uh, and uh, she was talking to me, the preacher, so I felt it was like she was talking to me. And uh, so I, I go, when I come back to the Muslim home in my room, I start to, to sing and clap my hands and talk to God and I say, I thank you, God, that uh, they didn't uh, cut me in my face. They didn't had a gun and put a bullet in my in my heart. They they didn't kill me. They could have done many things. These two boys that was waiting for me on the street and. Uh, and uh, it was only about money. It was more value uh, 
with about my life that I was not killed. And so I was thank you and I believe that they heard it in the in the Muslim home because they opened the door and told me that you can you can stay with us they told me so I got back the home and um, and I still didn't have the money but uh, I don't know how how long it took but it was uh, my daughter's father called me he used to call me if I had a telephone he called me sometimes and uh, he's he called me and say that I don't want uh, I I say to him what have happened and he said to me I don't want my daughter's mother to be killed die in United States uh, I want you to come back to Sweden to your daughter and uh, I will send you money uh, I will send you a flight ticket he says so you can take the flight back to Sweden so the it it had if I had knew it it was stupid I know it today that it was stupid to run after the money and those two boys have killed me because now I got the flight ticket from my daughter's father and I got it and come back to Sweden and um, on my way to back to Sweden uh, this uh, Muslim man in the house he, he was ec economic uh, manager for US Airway so he, I know he was looking after me when I have left the, the home because uh, I wanted to stay about one week because I didn't know when I could run away from the the house so I couldn't say uh, put the flight ticket for 26 February because it could be that I couldn't run away in that time and so I had one week I ran away and had one week left so uh, they uh, put an, a private detective to find me and uh, so uh, I had to change hotel every day change the address where I was staying every day and I was scared when I come to to the airport also that uh, 
he I maybe couldn't take the flight as he worked for that flight and um, and it was because it was something in the computer so they told me to go I have already passed passed the everything customer and everything but they called me back because uh, the woman that uh, look at my passport she said there is something in the computer here she say say to me and I come back and uh, I was thinking no I will never come to the uh, to that flight Uh, and uh, when I come to the computer she say oh uh, it was something here, but it have disappeared. She say, so I know. This is uh, God doing these things. It was. They took it away, so I could. So she say, oh, it was nothing. So you can go, up on the flight. So I could come back to Sweden and uh, I was scared because uh, when I come to Hanover in uh, Germany I was scared I was sitting there and should take another airplane to Sweden and um, I was thinking um, and if he knew I was on that airplane uh, that uh, uh, man, the Muslim man, he had a brother in Germany. In, I don't know if it was Hanover, but I was scared until I, I got, I was on the flight, the Swedish flight to to Sweden. Then I could relax not before that and uh, and then uh, when I come to Sweden I didn't had anything uh, I identification I didn't had anything that I could uh, showing because it's have expired most of it I had, so I I was not a known person. I didn't have anything. I couldn't go to the bank and got some money, but I didn't have any money in the bank. I have to start over again to get an identification so I could tell who I was and I have to go and ask the church in Sweden to get some food to eat I didn't have anything when I come back to Sweden no one waiting for me to uh, to take care of me but uh, my daughter's father was was nice to me 
uh, and he let me stay in our, our home that we had uh, together when we were together when we had to get together uh, when we were a couple so I was staying one week but it was like now it's ending I say I could stay there forever but I felt like I must go on with my life so I told him that I uh, I am going to leave and see if they can help me with something uh, a home for me I say I have to take care of it so he let he he drive me to to this city where I live now and then I started uh, my life here in this city and uh, I was in very bad condition I was laying first one week uh, in the hospital because I had too little blood inside me so I need to have some blood transfer and uh, and uh, relax because uh, I was so stressed of everything so I didn't remember where I have lived they asked me what was your address before you you left uh, left for for United States where did you live and I didn't remember I wanted to remember but I didn't remember so I had a, a real blackout when I come back to Sweden I, di I couldn't tell my birth numbers I didn't know anything I was so in shock or scared and uh, full of stress so I, yeah, I, I had to go to uh, a mental uh, institution into talking to a psychologist uh, and I thought they should help me but no one no one believed that I had been in United States no one even if I had paper with me I have I took with me some paper from where I have working in United States but they didn't want to look at those paper they have make up their mind that I was mental sick and they say to me uh, we don't think that you have been in United States we think you have lived out on the street for three three and a half years was it I was away from Sweden and they say that and uh, I was uh, to the psychologist uh, 
and was hoping that I should uh, uh, get help, that they should understand in what condition I was. Uh, but they didn't understood. They thought I make up the whole thing that I was talking about. And uh, so they give me some pills. But I never took it because I knew I was not mentally sick in that way. I, I Of course I was mentally sick in that way that I have post-traumatic uh, disease. And uh, as I have not, not got any help from anyone, it uh, it have going in into my body and and changed to be chronical stress uh, that I have to deal with now and try to calm down as much as, as I can and that's why I should take away all my the most of my belongings here in my apartment because it disturbed my brain that I have so much things around me. So I am going to clean up like it is in like a hospital. And uh, and like an answer of, of these all the things was that when I... Uh, when I look at my bank account, I, I check my bank account every day. And uh, as you see how it's working, because sometimes is it minus, because uh, Bill has taken money from me, and then I have not had that money on my bank account. So I need to place in more money so I can be on plus on my bank account. And um, and suddenly it was money there, extra money. And uh, someone have, have given me money. Have, someone have sent me money. And... Uh, and it uh, says in Swedish that uh, money for to have some fun with. But I, I, I have no nothing to have fun with, to do something fun anymore. Uh, as I... Uh, my legs bother me so much. It's much pain in my legs. So I can't hardly walk anymore. And, um, uh, but uh, I, when I heard that, uh, read that to do something fun with, uh, the real fun for me is my computer. And uh, I don't know if I have told you that my 
computer desk is really scaring. I, it's very soon is going to fall apart. It's very, very bad. And I have all my computer things on it. So I order a new office desk, a better, a more powerful than what I had, what I have here that soon fall apart. But then is it this that I had already, before I got the money, I had already looked at it to order one that looked nice and was stable, it was real legs on it. And, uh, and uh, then uh, the bad thing is that I can't get it home. So that I have to pay extra for a truck to come with with it to my home. And then it is so uh, crazy built here. So the truck can't come in with uh, that package. So it's a uh, it's fence around, so, and I can't come and get it because I don't get get a big package on my scooter because I I have to turn around the scooter, drive the scooter, so I can't have it. So I have to pay extra for uh, for that driver to carry those package inside my home that was extra money and then and then I I know now I have done it many times now that I can never never put it together it it I can put together I I did it with this table that is on its way to fall apart because I can't make it hold it very powerful. It's a it's a shaking the table the whole time when I sit and make some noise of of those parts that is loose. And I can't do it, so I need to have special people to do this office desk to cool hold my computer. I have a stationary computer and I have a television screen to could see, really could see a picture on the computer. And uh, so it's heavy things. And uh, so it is about the same amount of money that the office desk 
cost. That's the same money I have to pay for transportation in carrying and put it together. That's what it is for a disabled, uh, lonely person. I have no one that can carry in the package for me to my home. So I have to pay for it. I have to pay for everything. So, but uh, this money I got from some someone that wanted to support me the, uh, and make some fun, fun with. And uh, for me, is it fun to see people coming in here that is real from company, so they are not dangerous people that coming in. Uh, it's not private people. Uh, and they are coming in here and I can talk to them a little and, and look at them when they put together my my um, office desk, computer desk for me. So that's, I thank you, you that that have sent me some money because that's fun for me to have a new computer de desk, office desk, a real one. Uh, and, um, and then um, then suddenly it comes something else. I, I was going to bed uh, after I have recording uh, an episode. I go to sleep, and it was good that I didn't put it on internet because I have erased it because I want to tell you what dream I had that helped me. Um, I, uh, I sleep first in the night. Yes, it was. Um, and I couldn't sleep. I, I, the letters, the mail, uh, disturbed me and it stressed me so very much. I got so much stress and I, f I felt that stress, stress streaming flowing inside me like, like a, a warm streaming. And uh, I like I had a fever, and so I I had to go up and and walk around and and be a little cold before I go to bed again. And and then in the morning, I was sleeping, but in the morning, I had talked to God about it, it that now He plays stress 
inside me again. And uh, the doctor uh, belonged to the evil ones. Uh, even if he maybe not understand it, but it it make me not be healed because that stress that come over me and a little depression about everything is going the opposite the whole time. It's go very nice. I got the money on the bank and could order the the office desk and then suddenly I got this like fever stress in my body when I and couldn't fall to sleep. So I was up and I was cold down and when I I go to bed, I have a dream, and it was a real, a really special dream. I have talked to God about to help me to take away this stress so it should not hurt me, because I, I try to go away from, from all the stress. and. Uh, and I dreamed. I got this answer from God. I was up in in a room. It was a house, but it was mostly one room only, and uh, it was very bright white, like it is when I have been to heaven have it also been this very uh, very white shining room and it was and there was people there that had white clothes on them and uh, one thing the message this dream have given us, you that listen, and for me also, because these people that was in this white room, they were a little mentally sick. They were maybe not mentally sick, but they were acting strange. They were not social people they didn't talk to each other they only walk around doing things and uh, I was in a room <clears throat> where we where it was much food food to eat and uh, it was lots of people taking the food and it was a, a line of people around the tables to take the food and uh, and that's uh, the question for me was because i i was hungry and i i took a arm inside where people were standing 
and grab the food I could grab. And uh, uh, no one was talking. And uh, so I had a little food on the plate. And I sit down at the table. And when I sit there, there come a woman that uh, she had white clothes. But she don't act like those other. Uh, she was more calm. Those other was not calm. And she was looking at me when I sit and should eat. And uh, she didn't say anything, only look at me. And, uh, and I, I say to her that I have not got any information when I come here. I have not got any information. I have not got any instruction what to do. It have not been any schedules to get. I don't know why I am here. I say to her, but she didn't answer me. And then I felt I, I needed to pee. And that was physical pee. So I wake up. And um, and then I understood it was the answer. God gave me this dream as an answer. That it's... It, it, uh, I need to take it to take it to God about this, and not uh, uh, fighting like I have done and be angry at, as I have been done, and uh, be full of stress that I have been because of this uh, that. I get uh, this diagnosis that is totally wrong and it followed me in 20 years have it followed me uh, my new doctor have have taken that also and I don't get uh, the right treatment now because of that they think that everything I I tell them it's a lie, as long as they don't see it in a test. And that's why I have bought on my own a test. There is some test that I can buy. And uh, it's a new clinic, health clinic, that have just started that have that test and uh, I am going to do that and it's about the stress hormones in the body so even if the, my doctor doesn't go there I will have that test I pay for that test it's free if the doctor my doctor have done it but I 
I have money to pay for it because it's important for me to do it. And uh, I maybe can get a, a new doctor in that place where I take the test because they maybe need people to come to the clinic so they maybe want me to stay there and it's new modern and it's for me is it better that they are from another country the doctor the doctor I have now is Swedish and they don't understand this with God they don't have any clue that that I can be one with God. They, they think I lie. They they think I have a del, delusion because they don't know. Like you that follow me, you know what I have been through. And uh, where I have traveled, I have traveled four times to Israel, been to Africa, been to United States again, and been to Portugal, and uh, I don't have any money. So if they uh, check up my life story, they will understand that is something special with her or uh, I think many think that I'm criminal that I have uh, stolen the money to to could travel around with and um, and they uh, I think uh, few people really look at what I'm saying in a positive way. No, they think that uh, she she got the money to to fly to Israel and live on a on a uh, almost luxury hotel in, in the center of Jerusalem. They, she must have stolen the money or like that. They don't understand that you, someone supported me to, and I got those money. And uh, for me, is it very special that uh, it, the, the devil tried to stop me in Copenhagen's airport and and say that I needed to have insurance for COVID if I be sick in Israel and be in the hospital that the insurance should pay the hotel and the, the insurance should pay the hospital the treatment for COVID so I didn't have that money and I was not allowed to to enter the air, airplane. And I think that is so very special that I 
uh, I was thinking that uh, they don't check it out if they have got the money for for the insurance company, the insurance company, uh, before about eight o'clock, they come to their job and they check out the computer to see if it's the money have coming in. So uh, it was over 12 o'clock in the night in Israel, but it maybe was 11 o'clock in the evening when when I put in money. I put in all the money that I had and it was not enough. But I was thinking that that money I send in, it will be noticed that money some money have coming in and then they only check it uh, at eight o'clock that is that the money they wanted to have and then uh, I check out my bank account uh, about two three minutes past twelve o'clock and there was money sent to me from someone just about two, three minutes after 12 o'clock in the night. Uh, So I didn't know when I go to the airport if I I had an insurance. And uh, I said that to them, I don't know. Uh, because I I don't know how to check it, uh, and they look at at uh, at it in the office, uh, yeah, at the airport, and they say there is, you have insurance. <coughs> you have your insurance paid, so you can enter into the airplane and and fly to Jerusalem. So uh, that was one of the special moments. And then was it a special moment when I I should do the lottery ticket and and I say to a friend, Of Facebook, he say that it's a lottery, uh, lottery going on uh, tonight. That is lots of money. Uh, so I played it, and I say to him that, uh, that I am going to to do that also, and if I win, I will take fly to Israel, I say to him. And then uh, when the lottery have been and I wrote back to him 
uh, and I say I don't I didn't need uh, the lottery winning because there was money in my bank account and then it was someone that had put in about four thousand dollar on my bank account so I could could pay my flight ticket to Israel. It have been many these kind of things in my life. So if someone is follow me, they will know that this is not an ordinary thing. It's a special thing. And the special things as she don't have any friends, she have no family, she don't have, I have not worked since 2000. I have been working for the Muslim people, but that was to get me a flight ticket and a small job in, in the United States, but I have not really worked for 20 years. And so uh, that's evidence enough. It's the sad thing is that people don't follow me. So they don't understand how poor I am, but rich when it comes to God and heaven. So thank you for listening. It's much going on, and uh, I, I have, uh, I have given up so much, of, uh, to get help from, any person, um, not like, uh, sending money. That's is very good also, but I need physical help also someone that come with me someone that going to my doctor and tell him that this is wrong that you say she only because she know god is he exist she is mental sick then uh, it's many people around the world that is mental sick then. If we believe, uh, when they believe in uh, God, and the doctors say that God doesn't exist, so you are mental sick. We have to fight against that kind of things. So thank you for listening and God bless you.